0: Heavenly Father, we thank you that you are a great big God. We thank you that you hold us in your hands. We pray that you would help us now as we hear your word. Help us to love you and to trust you. And we pray this in Jesus' name. Amen. Well, today is... Mother's Day, hopefully you remember that before, before I told you. Um, it's the day when we thank God for our mums uh, and also uh, say thank you to our mums for all that they do for us. So, shout out some of the things that you might be thankful for that your mummies do for you. Yeah, Sam? Yep, she helps you. Yep, Uh uh-huh. What kinds of things might she do to help you? Can you think of any? Help you with your homework. Hopefully not doing it, Helen. Um. (laughs) Yep, what else, Suzanne? Makes dinner. Yep, keeps you alive, makes you dinner. Matthew? Helps you with the dishes. Yep, very good. Uh Uh-huh. Mummy does lots in that house. Um, anyone else? Something that mummy does that they're very thankful for? Nobody else's mummy does anything. Who's <laughs> Mark? Washes clothes. Yep. Yeah, uh huh. Keeps him looking nice. yeah Jack. Sorry. Plays football or takes you, brings you to football. Okay. Very good. Lots and lots of things that... One more time. Uh, She hugs you. She hugs you? Yeah. isn't that lovely? Very good. Whenever I was growing up, my mummy used to read lots of nursery rhymes to me and lots of books to me. How do you need... Uh, What do you need for a nursery rhyme for a good children's story? How does it start? Anyone know? Once upon a time. Brilliant. And then the story will happen and what comes at the very end? Well, just before the end. Happily ever after and then the end. Very good. Once upon a time and then... Uh, happily ever after. So my mum would read uh, Jack and the Beanstalk and uh, Goldilocks and the Three Bears and lots of other stories as well. There was always some point to the story. We cheered whenever the baddies got found out, whenever they got what was coming to them. And it was great to hear at the very end, and they all lived happily Ever after. The danger was past, the hero had won, and all was well. This morning our Bible reading sounds a little bit like one of those nursery rhymes that my mum used to read to me. It's the story of the fox and the hen. Okay? This morning's Bible reading is the story of the fox and and the hen. Now there is a nursery rhyme by that name and the fox comes and tries to uh, capture the hen to eat it but the hen manages to escape. It doesn't work out for him. But what we have today in our Bible reading uh, and on the sheet in front of you, uh, and it might be good to have that open, this isn't a made up story. This isn't A nursery rhyme. This is something that actually happened. If you were able to have a time machine. You could jump in it. And go back to this day. These things really happened. Ever since January. We have been following Jesus. As he journeys towards Jerusalem. Wonder have you ever been in a long car journey. You're going somewhere very, very far away. And there's always one question that you ask. Are we there yet? yet? (laughs) Fantastic. Are we there yet? Every so often, you might see another signpost pointing to your destination. And you know that you're a little bit closer. So last night we were coming home and every few miles on the motorway there was another sign saying that you're a little bit closer to Enniskillen. That's always where we aim for when we're coming home. A little bit closer. You're going the right way. Here's where you're heading. And in Luke's Gospel, several times along the way we've been reminded that he's on his way to Jerusalem. And we get another reminder in verse 22, the very first verse in our Bible reading over the page. It says this, Then Jesus went through the towns and villages, teaching as he made his way to Jerusalem. And what I have here, can anyone see where it's going? Jerusalem, yep. Did you read the Hebrew on the top line to get that? Maybe the choir can read the Arabic in the middle line. No? No? Good job the English is there then in the bottom, isn't it? So this is a signpost just outside Jerusalem. And if you saw this signpost, you would know you were on the right way. That you were going the right way to Jerusalem. And Jesus is on his way. It says, then Jesus went through the towns and villages teaching As he made his way to Jerusalem. So he's going. He's dead set. He's ready to go to Jerusalem. But have you ever been diverted? Have you ever seen one of these road signs? Always a nightmare whenever you see one of these road signs. Because you don't know where you're going to end up. What does it say? Road closed. You can't get through. You have to try. A different way. And that's what the Pharisees. Try to do to Jesus. In verse 31. Over the page. It says this. At that time. Some Pharisees. Came to Jesus. And said to him. Leave this place. And go somewhere else. Herod wants to kill you. Jesus is on the way to Jerusalem. He's on the road. He's set to go there. And they say, oh no, 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 don't go there. Go anywhere else. Go somewhere far away. Because Herod is trying to kill you. They might think that they're helping Jesus by keeping him from danger. Perhaps they just don't want Jesus to go to Jerusalem at all. They're afraid of what will happen whenever he confronts them. And so they used Herod to try to scare Jesus away. But no matter what their reason, they're trying to stop Jesus from doing what he's meant to be doing. You see, Jesus won't be turned, nothing will keep him from Jerusalem. Nothing will keep him from the cross. So, how did Jesus describe Herod? Look at verse 32. What does Jesus call Herod? Can anyone see? Yeah? Uh huh, Mom takes care of you. What does Jesus call Herod? Verse 32. What does it say? Go tell that fox. Go tell that fox. Now there's a picture of a fox on the service sheet. This is a better one. This is a scary one here. Isn't it? What does a fox like to do? Kill. Likes to kill. Likes to get chickens. And I don't mean KFC either. It likes them before KFC get to them, don't they? Doesn't it? Yeah. And, uh, the rabbits. and rabbits too, yep. The fox likes eating lots of things, doesn't it? And Jesus calls Herod a fox. He says he's dangerous. He says he's cunning and tricky. He's trying to destroy Jesus. But you know what? That isn't going to stop Jesus from getting to Jerusalem. Jesus has work to do. Verse 32. Go tell that fox, I will drive out demons and heal people today and tomorrow. And on the third day, I will reach my goal. In any case, I must keep going today and tomorrow and the next day. For surely no prophet can die outside Jerusalem. Jesus has work to do. He's keeping doing what he was doing. And he's going to finish all that he has to do. And yet, whenever Jesus mentions Jerusalem, it brings sorrow. It makes Jesus sad whenever he thinks of Jerusalem. Because this was God's city, this was the place. For the temple stood. The place and the people who should have welcomed Jesus. These should be the people who say yes Jesus you are our Lord. And yet look at what they do in verse 34. O Jerusalem. Jerusalem you who kill the prophets and stone those sent to you. The people of God have turned away from God. They reject the messengers who have been sent to them. They have killed the prophets God had sent. And so Jesus describes himself in a most remarkable way. Now, Jesus talks about himself in lots of different ways in the Bible. Can you think of any of the ways that Jesus describes himself or calls himself like I am the good shepherd so Jesus describes himself as the good shepherd any other ways he describes himself the light yep he is the light of the world thank you Rebecca anyone else maybe some of the adults can help some of the choir can help any of the ways Jesus describes himself the bread of life, brilliant, yep. Any others? The door. Yeah, lots of ways. But here, in this passage, Jesus describes himself in a really interesting way. Look at verse 34. How does Jesus describe himself? anyone see yeah a hen Jesus says look at a hen and I'm a little bit like that so I've got a picture of a hen here I don't know what breed it is but I'm sure someone will be able to tell me afterwards Um, but we've got a hen and what else is with the hen the chicks and where are they under the feathers under the feathers Under the wings. Do you see this wee one peeking out? Do you see? The hen gathers the chicks. Under her wings. And Jesus says that that's like him. That he is like that hen. Who wants to gather his children together. He wants to gather the people of God together. He wants to bring them close. To give them protection. But what do they do? The chicks. Turn away. They refuse to come. Imagine if these chicks. Were standing out here saying no. No I'm not coming in. I don't care. About the fox. I don't want to come to you. And that's what the people of Jerusalem were doing. They turned their back on Jesus. They didn't want to come in under his wings. But in the first part of the passage, the bit we haven't looked at yet, Jesus says that although they have left, there's an opportunity for us to come in. The narrow door is open. The way of salvation Is there. The door will eventually be closed and then it will be too late. Has anyone been at a party recently? Yeah. What kinds of things do you do at parties? Bubble football. Okay, so you're in a big plastic ball and you play football and bounce into people and knock them over that sounds like fun sounds good what else do you do at parties yeah you play games great, what else do you do Matthew hmm play with your friends yep, what else do you do No. eat, yep thankfully someone eats at parties yep Well, I want you to imagine the best party ever. Imagine the best party ever. The party that everyone wants to be at. Jesus tells us that the kingdom of God is that party. That Abraham and Isaac and Jacob and all the prophets are at it. That it's an ongoing, never-ending party. And Jesus says that people will come from east and west and north and south. People from all over the world will be brought in to God and joining his party. Jesus says this in verse 30. Indeed there are those who are last who will be first and first who will be last. Imagine there's a big queue at heaven's door to get into this party. And the people who are first in line, the people who thought that they were definitely going to get in, that they're put to the back of the queue. That they're told that they're not coming in. That they are made last. And instead, the people who are at the back, The no-hopers, the people nobody really wanted in the party. The people no one expected to get in. That they're brought from the back of the line and welcomed in. Jesus says that it's going to be like that for the people of Jerusalem. They thought that because they had the temple right in front of them. That they were first in line. But they refuse to come to Jesus, and so they're put to the back of the queue. Jesus turned things upside down as he goes to Jerusalem. He was warned to get away, to go somewhere safe, because the fox is there to get him. And yet he chose to continue to go to Jerusalem to die on the cross for us. He wanted to gather in his people, but they chose to turn away from him. And so he brings us in, people on the outside. He brings us in to eat with him and party with him. In the kingdom of God. Even though we were at the very back of the quay. The fox and the hen. Nothing will stop Jesus from saving us. And from gathering us under his wings. If we will only come to him. And how do nursery rhymes finish? What do we need at the very end of a good nursery rhyme? They lived happily ever after. As Jesus brings in the kingdom, as Jesus starts this everlasting party, we find the only real, true, and they all lived happily ever after. So on this Mother's Day, will you be gathered To the mother hen. Will you come to the Lord Jesus and find safety under his wings? Let's pray. Heavenly Father, we thank you that Jesus is like that mother hen, that he will gather us under his wings, that we will find safety. And salvation. Help us. To come to him. Help us. To trust in him. We pray this. In Jesus name. Amen.